Welcome to Orlando Out of Context. This is episode seven. I'm Brian. I'm Stephanie. And we would like to welcome today Orlando foodie girl, Jessie. Hello. <laughs> She's joining us today. Uh, Jessie has an uh, Instagram account. Uh, you can follow her um, at Orlando foodie girl right correct all right and uh just uh before we get started the little picture so cute it's like her little bitmoji jumping through a donut hole. yeah yeah it's just a bitmoji right it is and what's ironic is i didn't think i was going to be eating that many donuts and now i look at my instagram and there's donuts everywhere <laughs> everywhere. everywhere it brings donuts into the <laughs> donuts universe for you. Are, are the trend right now it is. you know it was cupcakes for a while it was and now, uh, now uh, it's donuts. i remember remember when frozen yogurt was kind of had its thing mm-hmm. like menchies and all those froyo type Uh of places and now it's donuts it is donuts because there's cereal donuts and what will be the next thing bacon donuts and and we were off off the podcast we were talking about donut hamburgers donut hamburgers donut Donut bites donuts are everywhere everywhere and i'm jumping through them (laughs) (laughs) literally (laughs) literally well before we get a full force ahead make sure to follow us on instagram um, at orlando out of context visit us at orlando out of context and then listen and subscribe on the apple podcast app google play music soundcloud youtube and now i'm excited that we are on spotify, spotify. so just this week so you can add that us, to your repertoire it took us a while to get there it just the application process took longer but we're there you did so it we did it so welcome jesse we're really excited to have you it's been great talking to you even before we got on the mics and we're just, we just had a nice little like talk sesh over a over some over desserts a, sweets, a whole indulged. table full of calories <laughs> including donuts donuts including donuts mm-hmm. so we will ask a few questions um i think that we should start let's start out with your history with food so we talked about it a little bit before but talk about your history of food and why you started orlando foodie girl oh okay history of food well obviously i've been eating most of my life <laughs> no um you know when i was younger i took cooking courses and learned a lot about you know how to handle food in the kitchen and, and different ingredients and how things go together um, i never imagined it was going to be something i actually implicated into my future um, but it gave me appreciation for foods and the different textures and you know the different varieties out there um, I traveled a lot um, i've had cuisine from different parts of the world uh, from the most interesting in countries where they eat bugs to you know chefs that have cooked you know from french cuisines to you know italian chefs cooking you know homemade pastas and things of that sort um as a cook uh, i have children with special needs and had to learn how to really learn the ingredients of food and food allergies and i think and that's becoming a bigger thing now you know people is. find out they have like celiacs mm-hmm. disease is, and, and gluten allergies mm-hmm. and that can really cause a lot of inflammation yeah when i worked at disney's <clears throat> polynesian resort i worked um club concierge and at the second level we had 
every night they could get appetizers and so mm-hmm. i would work that area sometimes we had a full <laughs> binder that if some uh, you know parent wanted to know or someone wanted to know what's in this i could literally pull it out and say here here it is so you've lived with this awareness for a while in terms of what is in our food i did and it actually started giving me i think more of an appreciation for different types of foods for the quinoas out there and you know, the cassava flowers and, and just the things that normally people don't... They overlook. Yeah, that they, they don't, don't, they don't really have, need to look far into the food. Yeah, that they don't have they in, in their kitchens. Um, and then so that, that became, you know, my life there for a long time. Um, but Orlando Foodie Girl... <laughs> <laughs> the story behind Orlando Foodie Girl was... Jumping through donuts. <laughs> jumping through donuts. Um you know, I was a person that when, when I went out with people and, and they're sitting here taking pictures of food, I wondered, why would they do that? Like, why are, why are they taking pictures of their food? <laughs> um, never imagining that would be me. Um, but I, I, I dated a guy there for a while who was a food reviewer. And mm-hmm. everywhere we went, he wanted me to take pictures of his food because I was a Didn't photographer. Um, at, at first, first. I, it was strange. <laughs> you know, I'm like, why does he keep taking pictures like, of this food? let me just eat it. Food? God. Yeah, I was because I was an appreciator of foods, of, yeah. of, you know, the different flavors and textures. But I didn't think I had to document it. Um, I didn't understand that, you know, you could share that experience with others. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was a picture. So... Um, I started taking pictures, and, and one day, um, this this guy says, why don't you start an Instagram with, with some of these photos? And for me, I said, okay, you know, no problem. Let me put it on Instagram. And um, for me, it, it was about the photography. I wanted to make sure that when somebody saw this picture, they could see it the way I saw it, through mm-hmm. my eyes. And I would have to say that with your photography, like mm-hmm. it's a vi- it's like a vibrant. You don't like you can see the textures, you don't f- the layers, yeah, you don't the sandwich, fade. You don't like, do it like a fade on the photo. It's yeah. very much like it looks like you could be there eating it. So yeah. you've you've kind of unlocked that, and I would say you're definitely doing that for sure. I think for me, when I look at a picture, if I feel like I want to bite it. Mm-hmm. Or, or if I can grab it or get close to it or if it's right there, I think I've done my job. Yeah. Um, so as I started dating this food critic, um, I started becoming more curious about different places I hadn't visited because being in the Orlando area for 25 years, um, I had gone to a lot of places already. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I've always been intrigued with the mom and pop shops. The- Which I always... I felt there Orlando doesn't have that many mom and pop shops, but I oh, now that I've started this podcast and I'm looking through Instagram, mm-hmm. I, I think I just need to look a little further out than my current bubble. Yeah, because that's kind of what I miss about my hometown. You know, everything in my hometown is like mom and pop, but here you have to really kind of look for it. But it's there. It is. It is. And so the more I started discovering these mom and pop shops, the more intrigued I became with you know different foods, different unique recipes I hadn't tasted before. I think my favorite thing to do is walk into a restaurant and ask, what does the chef, you know, I let them know I'm a, I'm a food blogger, what is something he would like me to feature? Mm-hmm. And they asked me, you know, what's, what is something you would like? I said, no, just whatever the chef recommends. And at that point, when a meal is brought out to me, you can tell a lot about who the chef is by what he presents you with. 
Some chefs will bring you a beautiful dish with beautiful carved fruits or vegetables, beautiful avocados, you know, made, you know, just delicately with, you know, the light, you know, vinaigrette dressing. And, and for him, it's a beautiful plate to present. Another chef will bring you something that he thinks is flavorful and rich and tasty because he wants you to experience the food, not just the beauty of it. Um, you have some chefs who will bring you a giant plate because they want you to get full and mm-hmm. they want you, <laughs> they want to make sure when you're out of there, you're so full that you're like, wow, that was amazing. So for me, I can see a lot of who the chef is and their passions and who they are through the foods that they present me. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So you started Orlando Foodie Girl not long ago, right? I did a little over a couple months ago. And uh, yeah, it's it's grown. I think it's one of the fastest growing uh, food pages in Central Florida sure, at this point. For sure. yeah, yeah, we found you right, o- right away when yeah. we mm-hmm. started our Instagram. You, you know, we... And I scanned down to the end. I was like, shit. First post was on August 26th. No, I mean, April. Or yeah, April. April. Yeah, April, April 26th. 26th. And I was like, man, that's only a few months. She's got over a thousand followers. Mm-hmm. That was like two weeks ago. So now it's eighteen hundred. Yeah. <laughs> so there's eighteen hundred. That's followers awesome. And... So where are you from? Where did, where where were you born? Where were you raised? Born and raised. You know, I was a person who was moved around a lot as a youngster. Um, I was born in New Jersey. I've lived in Pennsylvania, and my summers were. What spent, part of Pennsylvania? Um, Harrisburg, Hershey. Oh, okay. I'm from um, Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh area. So okay, see, we're neighbors. We were meant to yeah. see. We were meant to meet. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I've I've lived in the northern uh, states until I was 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was 25 years ago, and now I've been in the Florida, Central Florida area, and Florida areas uh, for the last 25 years. Uh, my summers were spent in the island of Puerto Rico. So I got to experience a lot of Puerto Rican cuisine and just the passion. So is, that your, is that your family's heritage? That is, is. And I think that's where my passion for food grew. You know, when you're, when you're, you come from a Latin home, food is, food is love. Food is love. If you get invited into someone's home, they feed you, they feed you like you were you family. They do. They want you to be full. They want you, you want to leave that house. They do. Mm-hmm. And so that's how I grew up. I grew up with food being, you know, a huge part of, of my heritage. So growing up, was there... I'm taking all the questions from Stephanie. I need to <laughs> share them. But uh, was there... Whether it was cooked at home... Or we could have two, two, two parts of the question. So favorite food cooked at home. And then was there like this restaurant or place... Uh, in growing up north like when i go home there's always like the first place i have to go eat like i just have a whole list of places that i have to eat when i go home so So i know you've been here for i know you've been here for a while but but (laughs) your home up north or whether it was your summers in puerto rico where where is that one like restaurant or location where you have to get it and then favorite food from home let's say that oh favorite restaurant see what was my favorite restaurant 20 years ago going mm-hmm. back to is not a place I would go back to now. <laughs> back in New Jersey, there was a little restaurant called White Castle. Okay. Like the burgers? Little, the, the burgers? little burgers. White Castle That was more around. tradition. That was mm-hmm. more heritage, you know. Um, so growing up, you know, you had those little mini burgers. And as okay. a child, you would get like five or six of them. And you thought, oh, my gosh, you know, I've had six burgers. <laughs> um, but that was that was in New Jersey. You know, for me, I like very 
rich, flavorful, home-cooked meals. So for me, my favorite place to eat is my mom's home. Mm-hmm. My mom, when she cooks, there's a passion to her food. You can you can taste every ingredient, the cilantros, the, you know, the garlic, everything that she puts in the food. So my favorite place to eat, if I have a choice, believe it or not, is to go across the state and go visit my mom. Okay. Um, where, does she pa- li- where does she live? She lives in Spring Hill. Okay. She does. Um, Spring in Hill, pa- Florida? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think, I think I've been there before. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have. Very cool. I think Nicole's grandfather lives there. Okay. I think. I do. I loved home-cooked meals. Um, in Puerto Rico, I wish I remember the name. But growing up, I remember my grandpa. My grandfather used to take me to a little ice cream shop. And this ice cream shop was special because it had very unique flavors. And I remember being a child and walking hand in hand with my grandfather into this little ice cream shop. And he would get me an ice cream cone with two flavors. Mm -hmm. It was passion fruit and coconut. Mm. And so for me, when I think of Puerto Rico, I think of my grandfather and this little ice cream shop with the passion fruit and coconut ice cream. So when I think of Puerto Rico, I think that would be, you know, my favorite place. Food is one of those things that ties emotions, you know? Well, I'm sure even when you taste those flavors together, maybe even separately, that takes you back to those times, I'm guessing, right? It does, absolutely. The passion fruit and the coconut is my grandfather's tie, yeah. And back to the cooking part. Um, I really suck at cooking. <laughs> Brian's really good at cooking. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things they say, like, you need to put love and effort into your cooking. Like, I'm one of those people, like, I'll get a recipe and I'll, like, okay, one cup of this, one cup of this, 450 for five minutes. And Only five he, I minutes? could do that. And he could cook the same thing. And his going to taste way better. But he'll just, <laughs> like, shake a little of this, a little of that. And so I, you know, tried to ask him, like, can you teach me how to cook? Because when we lived together for a little bit, um, he used to cook a lot. I would eat a lot. And I'd be like, your food always tastes better than the food I make. (laughs) Can you teach me how to do it? So when I move, when I move away from you, I can make the food that I like still. I can't do it. <laughs> I think it's just knowing ingredients, understanding spices. It's, it's I just don't. I don't. You take a piece of toast, put a little bit of butter, and start putting spices on it, and, and taste them individually. See, I think that's a good tip. I've never heard sure. that tip. That's you a good do. tip. That way, you can say, okay, this is rosemary. This is, you know, so you but it's like layering them and figuring out what goes together and what complements what and what food is going to be best for rosemary or or basil or. I don't know any of that. <laughs> and I don't know if I have the patience to even care. <laughs> so well, there's always restaurants, and that's what I do. I'll tell you the different restaurants in Central Florida. And that's why there's... Know the combinations of these food That's why there's Orlando and, Foodie yeah. Girl. And that's why I'm here. <laughs> the chefs will take care of it. That's why they go to school. Yeah. See, my job is just to go on a quest and, and discover, you know, these places in Central Florida. It's like my little journey. And So is it like a <clears> hobby <throat> for you? Where do you see this going in the future or just well, for fun? there's things in the works that I can't okay. discuss now. Mm. Um, there's things in the work in print and there's things in the work in YouTube. Nice. Oh. So, <clears throat> okay. yes. so won't disclose that. I don't we'll disclose things until they happen. Months, but uh, yes, the, this is definitely... Uh, something that's moving forward. I can see you have a a face for video. (gasps) Oh, thank you. So for those who don't, obviously you can't see her because we're doing a podcast. But she looks beautiful. But she's beautiful. You would think that she she would be like 600 pounds because of her (laughs) Orlando foodie account with like, you know, all that she eats. But she's already shared her tips and she's going to share her tips of how she gets away with eating all that food. 
And but yeah, you would. I could see you doing like. You are too funny, yeah. but yes, thank you, thank you, and and they are very attractive too. They're being humble here. They're, <laughs> they're both beautiful you people. You don't, you don't have to lay it on to us. That's fine. That's fine. So no, so I think that, that, that this is interesting because people are going to look at your page and be like, oh my gosh, how is she eating all of this? And I don't stuff? think you have too many photos of yourself. On, I was kind of looking not, through your page mm-hmm. trying to see if there were any photos of you because I just want to kind of get like. An idea, you know, when you look at somebody. I think in your stories, you do pictures of yourself in your stories. Every once in a while, I'll post something on the story. I just, I didn't really want to make the page about me. I wanted to make it yeah. about the restaurants and really helping to promote the restaurants. So yeah, I think that's good. Can, I think yeah. it's, I think it's good the way you have it laid out, and mm-hmm. I think it's good to show your face in the stories every once in a every while. Every once in a while, yeah. yeah. Say I'm a real person. Discreetly. Yeah. Yeah. So tell <laughs> us how. Uh, what's the secret with you know all of these gorgeous pictures and all this food in front of you? What are you doing to not consume the calories? <laughs> Which is really, I'm sure, a simple. We talked answer. about this before our little <laughs> calorie fest in there because I uh-huh. just came from the gym just like two hours ago. As did I. Yeah. And she was telling me she had gone through a, a big weight loss journey I in her did. life, and you have to learn how to change your relationships with food. So you she do. was telling us about that. Well, what I noticed is with food, you really are able to savor and appreciate the essence of the meal within the first few bites. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if you've ever started eating a meal and you're like, wow, this is amazing. But after like the 30th bite, you're like, oh. Like anything else. It's it's food. Well, for me, I stop when the experience ends. Mm -hmm. So after a few bites, once I've experienced the meal, then, you know, that's enough for me. I've experienced it. I can taste it. I I see the ingredients. You know, I smell the food. I've, uh, you know, I've consumed as much as my body needs is what you would say um and then i stop right um especially with desserts i think you saw me out there i took like a few little spoonfuls and i was done um but just staying healthy i run you know i run i go to the gym um and you were saying you eat vegan a lot i do i do when i'm not doing the food blog Mm-hmm. Um, I actually at home and cooking more vegetables, uh, meals with fruits. Uh, I guess you would say like quinoas and lentil pastas and things of that sort. Foods that are very nutritious, foods that are high in protein and nutrients. Um, but mainly I try to stay following the vegan or, or plant-based diet as much as possible. I wanted to ask you about... Um I saw some photos, uh, so I've been trolling your page, just so I would have some <laughs> something to ask. Um, oh you my. go to this place called Dexter's a lot, and they have dollar burgers. They I've never do. heard of Dexter's, so this must be in a place, a uh, part of Orlando I've never been so to. So, dollar mm-hmm. burgers, are they the size of White Castle burgers? No, they're about four times the size wow. of White Castle burgers. Um Dexter's is... The bun really enticed me. A bun, bun. Is, is like everything for a burger for me. The carbs. Yeah. I mean, like, the bun is, like, I don't know, my favorite part. You know, a bun can make or break a burger. Mm-hmm. So. I agree. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but Dexter's is actually, and there's actually two locations in the area. There's one in Windermere. Um, there's one in the Orlando area. And for me, whenever I want So just a, a two, or is it a nationwide chain? You know, I am aware of two. I don't. I don't believe they have others. I think we can look it up online. Let's go look it up online. How many locations for Dexter's? I'm aware of two because I do work in Central Florida. <laughs> That's my adventure. But um, 
I think it's. Let's see. I know they have. There we go. One in Winter Park. Lake one, Mary, two, three. Oh, there's a whole four. bunch. Look at that. So four. So two others that I haven't discovered. Windermere, Thor- Thornton Park, Windermere. Lake Mary, mm-hmm. and Winter Park. Cool. I've been to Thornton Park. I've been to Windermere. So apparently in Lake Mary and Thor- where was the other location? Thornton Park. Thornton Park. Lake Thornton. Mary. That's the one I've been to. I already clicked over because I want to see. So the what? What's around. the atmosphere here? You know, places that have these kind of specials like Dollar Burgers and whatnot, those seem to be more Is it social always dollar places. Burgers? No, it's only on Tuesdays. It's it's oh. more of like a bar and grill. Yeah. Um, I love the staff there. They're very welcoming. You know, I know the manager, uh, the people that work at the bar are very friendly, inviting. And what I like about there is that I get clean, healthy food. Okay. Um, when I go and order a salad, it's very rich. It's very flavorful. Um, but the ingredients are simple. And so I like food that's not overdone. It's not yeah. over elaborate. It's not, you know, drowning. It's it's just you're tasting the asparagus. You're tasting the roasted potatoes, um, you know, and their freshness and their peak. So that's one of the reasons I go to Dexter's, I guess, a couple that, times. A few we're times looking at their Instagram page. And, mm-hmm. and Stephanie's mom said that we shouldn't be doing this on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but we're looking at pictures, so oh. they can't see, but we're looking uh-huh. at textures. So are those chips? Is that what they are? Bacon. Oh, is that bacon? Is that bacon? I cannot. No, I, mean, I can't okay. tell. I didn't potatoes. take that picture, so I can't tell okay. you. It's, <laughs> oh, sweet potatoes. <laughs> oh, yes, the sweet potatoes. See, I didn't have those. I had sweet potato fries there before, and they didn't look like that, so I'm not, I'm those, not sure what happened. These look very crispy. They do. Those look like potato chips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think. I think I want those. Go get them. Do it. You could do it. <laughs> definitely going to do that. <laughs> and take a picture or send yeah, it to me. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And then also, um, I saw that you went to Voodoo Donuts recently. I did. And my sister and my parents, they were in town last week. So me and my sister went down to Voodoo Donut. Uh-huh. And she was a savage and bought a <gasps> box of six donuts oh, for wow. herself. I said, <laughs> I mean, I'll take like a bite or two of, you know, the ones that I want to taste, but I'm not buying one. And she comes back with, like, six donuts. And I was like, oh, my God. Um, but um, what do you think? Is it worth the hype? Like, we waited probably, like, 15 minutes in an extended queue line just to get in the place. And I feel like it's one of those places that might just be, like, hyped up. Because the environment was so pretty. Like, I loved the environment. Okay, well. It's one of those places, like, I feel like the food is not that good. But people get hype about the box that it comes in. And the decor of the restaurant. And... The well, theming. Yes. Well, the thing about... And I loved it all because it was like skulls yeah. and it was pink and it was like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, the I thing about that. going out to eat is it's not just the food, it's the experience. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry here. Um, so when you go to Voodoo Donuts, uh, the good thing about Voodoo Donuts is for vegans out there, they do have a vegan menu. Um, I'm not sure if they have a gluten-free menu. Somebody asked me that. I haven't been able to to check up on that. But um, it's for the experience. You have very unique donuts, beautiful donuts, things that you will not experience in in a regular donut shop. Yeah. Um, they have like a little voodoo doll jelly yeah. filled I've seen with it a only pretzel rod well, stick yes. through the heart. <laughs> and I'll tell you, believe it or not, that's one of my favorite donuts. Yeah. It's one of those donuts, does, it just does not look 
appetizing because it's too pretty. But when you cut into it, it actually is very flavorful. Of the raspberry, it's almost like a raspberry compote, I think is the word. Um, it's it's very rich. It's very real. It doesn't taste like a jelly. Right. I don't like, like they jelly make, donuts. Maybe they make it, it yeah, there. They probably do. Yeah. Um, but it has a good flavor. It has a good texture. Um, it's not too sweet. So for me, the little voodoo man is actually <laughs> one of my favorite donuts there. My favorite was, it was like a, not a cake donut, but it was like a fluffy donut with chocolate and then Oreos and then a peanut butter striped across mm-hmm. the top. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was good. Yeah. It was, I, I did like the donut a lot. It, it, pressed, it impressed me more than I thought. But uh, yeah. The texture of the donut itself was like pillowy and <laughs> it was good. It was good. But again, you know, I do prefer the mom and shop donut shops. Yeah. But it's the experience. I want to do like a donut episode. Yeah. I have a list of places that I want to hit up. It's really interesting. We can kind of bring this up as a topic. There's always been those mom and pop donut shops, right? Yes. But now, you know, what happens to those shops when this huge explosion hype. and mm-hmm. hype and this trend comes about? What do you do to stay? you know relevant. open and relevant when you have a place like voodoo donuts who is a monster in the, mm-hmm. in this fat in this fad this trend you know what happens you know to you i just think about you know like the donut kings back home and mm-hmm. those were the type of places that had donuts you know and always had donuts before the the fad came in into place so um i'm wondering what they're doing uh those type of places to even i noticed that a lot of these places make limited edition flavors and they'll put on their instagram like oh we're sold out for today so Mm -hmm. it kind of gets people hyped like oh i gotta get there tomorrow dg donuts is big for that okay um basically what they do is they contact someone like me (laughs) no they'll message me and say hey we've got you know these donuts Mm -hmm. that we'd like you to come in and try and and i'll come in and try it and if it's something that i feel is you know something worth sharing with the public i'll go ahead and put it on the page and and say hey orlando public you jump through the donut (laughs) say hey these are here it's not a voodoo donut but it's an amazing donut and it's fresh and look they just baked it and i'll share a video showing them baking apple fritters and donuts and things of that sort Um, i just love fresh have you you been to the glass knife in winter park you know what that's my next visit i have not been there there. yet yes i've been told i have not been there yet that that for me is We'll t- I, we talked about it before on the podcast, but I get excited about it because the atmosphere and the experience there uh-huh. is, there is gorgeous. There's nothing. It's, it's gorgeous. Let's inside. go. Yeah, let's go. Let's go right and, now. And the, <laughs> and the 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 stuff that I the quality the of items, the food meets oh my gosh meets expectations with the experience. Yeah. So everything is I mean equal. it's delicate. De- how do I say that word? Delicacy. Uh, it's a mm, sure whatever. Huh? It's it's. <laughs> It's the food is is good. It's very good. So, What's your favorite thing at the Glass Knife? What did we have? So Stephanie had the glitter donut. When I we had went. a donut with paint, literally glitter, I've like seen that. literally glitter. I'm not okay. using a filter. I'm not using a filter on IG to make it look like there's glitter. There was glitter on the donut, edible glitter. And I had one of the like fancy desserts i'm sure it's seasonal i think everything there is pretty much seasonal so probably what i had they don't have anymore and it was something yellow it was similar so you ate something yellow yeah (laughs) yeah but it was freaking good and uh, at the the time with a gold fork correct they give you the gold fork right so listen at the time we weren't 
doing this yeah, and we weren't documenting that everything that we're doing <laughs> so i i couldn't tell you exactly what i had but i was extremely impressed like just you think you know uh, you think uh, you know you get this beautiful thing in front of you a lot of time and then you get you're disappointed because it's mm-hmm. so gorgeous yeah and then you take a bite and it's like hmm, you know but not at the not at the glass knife not the glass knife. Plug for the glass knife here. For Plug sure. for the glass knife. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> See, glass knife, if you're listening, you have to invite them out for yes, a free meal. Yes. They just promoted you. <laughs> but no, I, I, I mean, it's it's something that I, I won't say without without getting anything in return because it's, it's good. Yeah. It's okay. good. Yeah. So try it. I will be there. <laughs> <laughs> Where um, where in Orlando are you uh, located as far as where's your neighborhood? Oh, I live in Windermere. Windermere, okay. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of in a good central spot to get to either south or And that puts you or... out of the tourist I area. Am, I am. I feel like we, we live in what's called the attractions area, so a lot of what's around us is chains. We're going to have to, we, we've been doing some more traveling to get to the deeper parts of Orlando. The places where people live in, you know real food is not just like all this tourist crap that people eat here what's nice about living in the outskirts in a place like windermere or you know the lake nona's or even in winter park is you'll have a lot of uh, restaurants that open up that are high quality restaurants Mm -hmm. that you know they really work hard to put out high quality food um i think up the road from me is a place called parodies who they import their breads from new york city now if if you if you understand new york they have the best water in the united states so yeah it has different minerals that aren't here so when they bake the breads with this water it just has a different texture it's it's different to uh, to the bite, you just a different experience. So they'll import their breads, they'll import their meats and their cheeses straight from New York City. So when you go to eat there, you're literally having a New York deli sandwich. And the story behind the owners was that they, you know, they came from New York City and they couldn't find a deli like what they were used to experiencing and what they had grown up eating, and they wanted. Uh, you know the people here to experience what they had experienced and so that's why they opened up that deli oh, that sounds and, good. and that's what i like about meeting a lot of the owners of these restaurants is you hear their stories you hear why they do what they do what they're passionate about and what drives them to you know not just create the meal that you ate but to create the recipes and the right. you know and, and the environment so yeah that well that place sounds good <laughs> It very is. Good. It's very good. So um, that's interesting logistically. I guess they just overnight the bread then. They do. They do. They, cool. And they also sell it. So for people that want to come in and, you know, experience a New York bagel, they could actually go straight to this location and they have a little refrigerator where, you know, they sell New York bagels and you're getting the bagels like you would if you were to walk into a deli straight in New York City. Okay. Nice. I'm definitely gonna. Did you feature them on on the video? I did. I did. I think I have a sandwich and a um, a wrap because they have vegan wraps too. I think a few of the owners are actually vegan, ironically. Okay. So they um, they have some vegan recipes there. So they throw throw those throw those in there. Okay, Mm -hmm. cool. So what would you say? This might be a tough question. What is the best kept secret in terms of food? A restaurant. Let's keep it to a restaurant. Best kept secret that will no longer be a secret now, in your opinion. 
for food in Orlando? Oh gosh, that's so hard. Okay, well, I'll I'll tell you my situation with that is that I haven't visited every restaurant. Right, correct. And you know, I feel bad. That's the dis- that's the <laughs> I disclaim- feel bad. That's the disclaimer. So I feel very bad, but okay. but we can't. I mean, that's I know, be- I know. Okay, but if I will tell you one of, uh, let's not say the best, but they are pretty amazing. I think one of my favorite uh, restaurants of Southwest Orlando is the Vineyard. Okay, I haven't heard um, of them. The Vineyard is on the Pock of Island Road and Conroy Road. Okay. And they have a very fresh um, bistro-style restaurant. So all the meals that you're getting, if you get fish, it's very fresh fish. If if you get avocado toast, it's the freshest avocado that, that you could experience. Um, it's a small little kitchen with one chef, but everything he puts out is just very flavorful very it's just amazing it's not overdone it's not under you know it's not underdone it's not overdone it's just right and i don't know how he does it but he just he creates magic in these meals so yeah i would say the vineyard is one of my favorites but again (laughs) okay so along the same lines of the question and this question is just popping in my head of okay the best kept secret in orlando which your answer kind of was the vineyard Mm -hmm. and we know you haven't tried everything (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so but what is a place is there a place that you go to every week? Yes. <laughs> okay, even well, even if well, it's a ch- even okay. if it's a chain and it, <clears throat> even if it's like a chain, is it there a place is, that you go is. to every week? We used to I we used do. to hit the alehouse really really hard when we were younger. When we were younger, yeah, but not anymore. Um, well, I go to Sweet Tomatoes just because okay. I like very healthy foods and their mm-hmm. salads. And I have children and I want my sure. children to grow up eating healthy food. So at least once a week, we'll go and to it's Sweet Tomatoes. Affordable. It is. It's not, you know, it's not bad. Make There's sure coupons. You always use a coupon. Yeah. <laughs> There's coupons. There. But the thing about Sweet Tomatoes is the one here in front of downtown, uh, I guess it's not downtown Disney anymore. The one in front Disney of Disney Springs. Springs mm-hmm is the number one sweet tomatoes in the United States. Really? I didn't know that. They are. They are by quality of food, by the experience overall, the number one sweet tomatoes, also known as, uh, I guess, soup plantation is another another name for it. They go by another But they are the number one, um, um, I guess, buffet for vegetables and salads and <laughs> soups and, and whatnot in the United back States. There. It is hidden back if there. I didn't, if I didn't live here, I, I probably forget, would overlook it. I always it's way in the back and the signage is little. It's really close to where we are right now and I mm-hmm. always forget that it's even there. But I used to I used to go to Sweet uh, Tomatoes more. But I didn't, We got hype when it first opened. I, don't, I, I didn't know that they were top. Yeah, uh, they're as the number far as one sweet tomatoes. in the United States. My answer would be uh, have a sushi place which called one? Sushiology, okay, which is just yes, right across the street. Mm-hmm. Um, no frills. Nice. Um, you know, I I, I do take out probably the plaza at least, across from the Vineland outlets. Yeah, the Vineland premium outlets. They have a location on International Drive, and then they have the location here uh, um, over by the Vineland outlets. But no frills, mm-hmm. easy to take out, or you can eat in, but you're not going to get any kind of ceramic plates. It's all just kind of plastic or disposable. Very so they, it keeps the price down to yes. a reasonable end. But I feel like it's it's great quality and mm-hmm. I, it's consistent. And uh, it's my sushi fix at least at least once a week, generally. Do you like sushi? 
I do. I don't like all types of sushis. I'm mm-hmm. working on that. I'll try it <laughs> again. I will try anything. I'll try anything once, maybe twice. Um, I do like spicy tuna sushi. That's my. Okay. That's my. You put a little bit of crunchy wasabi on top of it mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Like that. I'll try that. I'll try the California roll. I do have that. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, I love you know I love sushi. I think I have it once a week. I'm just at this point limited on what I have often right. regarding sushi. Right. But have you been to the cowfish? You know what? I have not. That is it. A uni- is that at Universal? City it's Walk. in Universal City Walk, and they create a sushi for people that don't like fish or okay. raw fish. It's made with hamburger, so okay. they take hamburger meat and they wrap it in a type of like potato hash brown. And they put a spicy mayo sauce on it and cover it with little tiny pieces of onions, tomatoes, and jalapenos. Mm. And it's it's an amazing, um, they call it sushi. I don't know if it's necessarily sushi, but it's like a burger sushi. And it's very unique. Okay. So I had that a few months ago and and definitely would recommend it. You might like that, Stephanie, minus the stuff on top. Minus the stuff on top. But you really (laughs) don't, yeah, you really don't experience the top parts and you could always wipe it off yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I've always, I've it's, s- it's not overwhelming is what i mean to say it's not overwhelming yeah. in flavor i've seen that i've seen that walking past it i've been to we're not at universal that much mm-hmm. um but i have been to the toothsome's chocolate mm-hmm. yes um place they have the uh big like fancy milkshakes and stuff like that um, have you been there? Before? I have. Yeah. yeah, they're on my page. Yeah. <laughs> I think I did see it. On yeah. Page, yeah, but the thing about uh, cowfish is a lot of people think it's a big chain. They're like, "Oh, it's a big chain sushi. I don't want to eat there." They only have five locations in the entire United States, and the owner is out of North Carolina. Okay. So it's very tightly managed. And it's very, very, very fresh. You wait a little longer for the sushi, but they're making it as you order by hand. So you're getting the freshest sushi when you order it from there. So we tried, before we got on the podcast today, we tried, we had a bunch of desserts. I was going to have a mix of stuff Mm because I was like, what are we going to do to kind of break the ice with Jessie when she comes? And so Mm -hmm. I figured it was Stephanie's idea, really. And I had kind of thought about it, too. But she spoke it into existence first. It's like, why don't we grab some stuff and just have it hanging, you know, stuff hanging out here to nibble on before we jump on. So... Uh, we had some Wonderland cookie dough, and they're in celebration. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're a chain or not. I don't know that far into it. But that's kind of been a little bit, I've noticed, a fad as well. I think New York City has had some cookie dough places uh, mm-hmm. pop up. So we have a cookie dough place And it was here. like a flight, and it was like... Yeah. The size of like a to go ketchup cup, you know, like a condiment mm-hmm. cup. That's all you need, in my like opinion. a little shot glass. I agree. Yeah, it's very sweet. Because I couldn't even eat half of Tastes one of those like, little containers. But yeah. I, my favorite of the ones we tried, we tried um, the crony dough, which is chocolate chip and brownie butter mm-hmm. churro, and then we tried the strawberry cheesecake. My favorite was the churro. Or how do you say churro? Churro. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> That's, that's the Puerto Rican influence. It's a churro. churro. Yes. churro. You, have to you gotta do HR. That's how you get that R sound. It's HR. It's R. Yeah. I can't roll my R's, so I'm horrible at my R's. But what what would you say your favorite one was? 
Of the three flavors, ironically, my favorite was the one that wasn't yours. Really? You like the was. strawberry? I liked the strawberry cheesecake. See, I thought the strawberry was just a little bit wet. It, it was, was a little bit, it yes. Was, it's not cookie dough. Yeah, it's like frosting. It's like frosting. <laughs> but to me, it's all frosting at that point. <laughs> but yeah, the other ones, were they were all good in their own, you know, in their own essence. It just yeah. depends what you want. Do exactly. you want something heavier? Do you want something more chocolatey? Do you want something lighter? And for me, I enjoy lighter desserts. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think I enjoyed the strawberry cheesecake um, the best out of the three. And then the next one... Um, which I think this was Jesse's favorite, was the Amaretz um, Mickey Moose. Yes, I did. I actually didn't expect to like that, but I really, Which really chocolate like chiffon cake with white chocolate mousse and chocolate mm-hmm. pudding. It was so light. the base, it was like it was a right. right. globe. Mm-hmm. The base of it was um, the cake, and then the middle had the mousse, and then the top was kind of... Pudding-y, well, mm-hmm. the top was like a red, red some like kind of glaze, jelly. or I don't know what they call that. Food coloring. Yeah. <laughs> and this place is in uh, Disney Springs. Yes, this is this is a Disney-owned uh, patisserie. Is that the right way to say patisserie? Patisserie. Okay. I never even heard that word patisserie. It's a fancy way to say um, bakery. Uh, French bakery. <laughs> French bakery. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, but that's Disney owned, I believe, and uh, it's right next to World of Disney at Disney Springs. Yeah, it kind of has the same feeling of like going to Satuli Canteen. Have you been to Satuli Canteen? Satuli Canteen is an Animal Kingdom, and they make these desserts. Right. It's um where the Avatar rides are. Mm-hmm. Is it their quick service? No, it's a restaurant. Satuli Canteen. So in that, Animal maybe Kingdom, that's where we ate. yeah, they have a very unique restaurant where Funny they have. S-A-T-U-L-L-I. We ate there. That, I'm thinking you got that dessert. It was kind of like it was that. blue, blue desserts, and oh yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah, it has a similar feeling to that type of yeah. Dessert. We, we've mm-hmm. been there. Yeah. I just didn't, we I didn't realize that that was I didn't know that was that I like fancy these. name. Did you? That's did you what like it is, these? right there. Yeah. So we're totally off topic now of desserts and what we just tried. But uh, okay, it's the so totally canteen, canteen has realize, rice bowls, but they have the rice bowls. But you could also make them like salad bowls too, if you wanted to. Um, yeah, you could switch out the rice. But they have. I think the great flavors there for a theme park restaurant. It gives you something different than like the hamburgers. Because when this stuff. was opening and we went for the opening weekend, that's when we were starting our diets and stuff like that. So we we're mm-hmm. like. Oh, we can eat like good because they have chicken and beef and mm-hmm. what they had quinoa too, I believe. Mm-hmm. Instead of rice, you mm-hmm. could get um, or mixed grains. I think it was called. I don't know. And the tofu. Have you had the tofu there? No. <laughs> Stephanie's not a tofu. <laughs> She's I'll, like ill now. I'll try the no, tofu. No, the tofu is actually really good there. Okay. It's got um good texture, good flavor. So, but yeah, cool. their dessert that dessert looks very similar. It's a little half globe. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought of when I experienced stuff. the Disney. What is it called again? The Disney... Emirates? The Emirates. Emirates. Yeah. And then we had... And then Jessie just had this. <gasps> she we, she stepped away for a second and then came back. I'm she so had shaking. to cleanse her palate. <laughs> She's shaking. All the she is shook. <laughs> so we, we had sprinkles. I guess it's flavor of the month. Is it a monthly flavor they have? I don't know. It was sriracha and lime cupcake. Yeah. <laughs> I I thought it tasted the frosting was the sriracha part, and I thought the sriracha frosting tasted a little bit almost like the spicy mayo you get on sushi, yeah, a little it, bit. 
it was definitely different to Claire um of it if you were to ask me is that my favorite no (laughs) (laughs) if you were to ask me how long it took me to kind of get that flavor out you know it took me you know a few seconds i had some of the little disney um (laughs) she had a chaser she had a chaser it's definitely different for somebody who wants to try something different and unique and just say they tried it you definitely have to try that because it's definitely different i definitely like lime though i like lime i I love lime i love both ingredients i just don't think i would have combined them together right i think it's also the texture of like the frosting and if it's like rich and almost i don't know it's very thick all right, so then we have... Because they don't pipe their frosting on. They have like a yeah, way they, that they do it with a spatula. Mm-hmm. Because you realize there's four flavors going on in that cupcake. It's spicy, it's sour, it's mm-hmm. sweet, and it's salty all at the same time. Yeah. So you're that's a trying, lot. That's a lot going on for that a cupcake. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then we have... Um, we tried two things from Aaron uh, McKenna's Bakery, which I didn't really realize this... They have a New York location. Okay. They have a Southern California location, and they have a, um, a Orlando Disney Springs location. And uh, shout out to Margie, the general manager. We kind of had a conversation. She kind of told me a little bit about them. They are vegan, gluten free, dairy free, soy free, and all the free kosher. Exactly. So you should be able to eat there. <laughs> I should even on days when I'm. <laughs> so they have every. You know what? So this if this place is like that, they should have a fatty section. So you know when you go to a regular <laughs> restaurant, they have maybe two or three items that are vegan friendly. They uh-huh. need to have the fatty friendly items. For you can't con- who don't contaminate want. though. You can't contaminate the. But the if if you're going to a regular restaurant and they have vegan options, why can't I have the fatty option <laughs> at a vegan restaurant? Thought provoking. That's true. <laughs> They need to put Just a little food for thought, Margie. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure Margie does not have control of that. Cookies and cream donut. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I did. Yeah. For a vegan donut, it's actually very, um, very flavorful, very sweet. It was moist. So if for somebody who wants a sweet dessert and they're vegan and they want to. Absolutely. Like they're going to feel satisfied. They're like, wow, that's enough for the week. <laughs> yeah, very rich. It's, then, it's a good one. Just, and then it's the, rich. Margie told me that the ice lemon tea cake is their number one in all locations. Yeah, it's supposedly. good. I thought I it, thought was it good. tasted like lemonade, like the country time powder that you would make. Uh, you put a scoop of the powder, mix it with water. See, I, I, but I liked it. I thought it was tart. And, um, it was tart, for sure. Very moist. Moist. It was very moist. Yeah. And it's hard to find a moist cake. I mean, no, I guess it's not hard. But in vegan when cakes, you're because you're not because you're not using a lot of the ingredients to get that really moist cake, it's it's quite the effort. So she did good. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. Jesse brought us. I'll let Jesse describe uh, what she brought us. Gideon. I think that might have been my favorite. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> yeah, I brought two cookies from Gideon's uh, Bake Shop. Um, I brought the flavor of the month cookie, mm-hmm. which is the Rocky Road. It has. Triple chocolate. That was my favorite. Your favorite. (laughs) (laughs) It has pistachios, caramel, sea salt, and they take marshmallows and then they take a little fire, a little blowtorch, and they fire the top of the marshmallows. Which is weird because the chocolate wasn't really melted. I think they they put those marshmallows on top and Mm -hmm. then they do it right there really quick product. but i liked it because it's like you you, you ever you're tasting you're biting and then all of a sudden you hit a little piece of sea salt and you're like oh 
That tastes different. Like sea salt and chocolate together mm-hmm. is a nice mm-hmm. combo. I love sweet and salty. Yo, it's my favorite. And then what was the second one? The pistachio toffee dark chocolate. That was good. That was good as well. I re- I liked both of them. Mm-hmm. It's it's a cookie that is not your mom's cookie. That's for sure. So the pistachio toffee dark chocolate cookie is actually their most popular cookie. So when you're asked to try a cookie there and when you're giving a recommend when somebody's giving you a recommendation, I'm sorry, I'm like stuttering over my words. Voice. When somebody is giving a recommendation on what cookie to have from Gideon's, they always recommend to try the pistachio toffee dark chocolate cookie. That's a lot of words. That's, first. Yeah, it's a lot of words. <laughs> um, it's That's very unique. It's very, it is. It's very rich. Um, it's not overly sweet or underly oh, sweet. Look. It's got the textures. <gasps> what? The- on, the, on the website, they show them blow-torching the marshmallows. Mm-hmm. Makes you feel like you're a little campfire. Do they have cakes mm. and stuff, too? They do. They have these very large, beautiful, delicious cakes. I was going to get one, but I was running late because I had a podcast to attend. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a, a shot of one of the cakes. Mm-hmm. It looks huge. They are huge. They're beautiful. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was the one. They were going to... Red velvet. Yeah, they were going to be sharing that cake, but I had a schedule, so <laughs> I didn't experience that cake this time, but maybe next time. Definitely. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Jesse. We look forward to what you're going to do with Orlando Foodie Girl. Mm-hmm. Maybe you and can come back again. Their yeah. secrets um, is growing. You'll probably we'll you'll probably be back, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'll definitely be back. So we got to hang out too, like go go foodie food fooding with you at somewhere. the glass knife. Oh my gosh. The glass <laughs> mm-hmm. so or brunching at Earl's. <gasps> do you like Earl's? Believe it or not, I have not been. Oh to God. <laughs> And, you know, I apologize because We're I they for do Earl's follow me on the Orlando Earl's. Foodie Girl. So, I'm sorry, Earls. I will be there next. <laughs> their, their drink specials are... Well, you don't, you don't drink alcohol, but I their don't. drink specials are awesome. Okay. So. So but even sure the food prices know. for brunch happy hour, mm-hmm. so good. Yeah. Definitely, definitely hit up. And it's beautiful. Is it? I love you, Earls. I'll be there soon. (laughs) We love you too, Earls. You can sponsor us if you want. (laughs) Yeah, you can, you can uh, give us some brunch and endless mimosas. Yeah. Uh, But thank you so much, Jesse, for coming on. And we, like I said, we're looking forward to seeing what you're going to do with Mm -hmm. Orlando Foodie Girl. It sounds exciting. And, um, it was really nice meeting you. It was Your personality so vibrant. Yeah. It was my pleasure. You guys are amazing. So, and yeah. this was a great experience. I loved spending time with you too. And we will see you next time that you're on, yes. or hopefully before. And don't and, forget to follow her on yes. Instagram, Orlando Foodie Girl. Definitely follow her on Instagram. And follow us too. Follow us uh, at Orlando Out of Context. Visit us at uh, OrlandoOutOfContext.com. And then listen on the Apple Podcast app, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, YouTube, and Spotify. And we will see you guys next time. Bye. 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 (laughs) (laughs) We'll have to edit. I mean, not we. You guys will have to edit some of that. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh.